0: It's Susan from SusanF.com with another episode of the Easy Does It podcast. And I was just taking my lake walk during coffee time and I have been thinking a lot about oppression. So yes, race and feminism, all that falls under this category. Um, and, you know, other things as well. It's not just that. But <clears throat> the thing is, is that, I also believe in radical responsibility. And when we feel we are being oppressed or suppressed or we are repressing and suppressing anything inside of ourselves, it creates a feeling of powerlessness because we are taking away choice or we are having choice taken away from us. Our ability to respond, however, is always there. So it may feel like we've taken away choice from ourselves, whether, you know, we're in physical jail, you know, maybe you're in actual jail chained up, right? Maybe you are, you know, feel like you're in jail inside of your body, your, your health isn't good or you're overweight and you just feel trapped inside of your body, right? Maybe you from the outside look like you have it all, but you still feel trapped and like you're in jail. And this happens because we are not taking responsibility for our experience of life, right? So the creation of our reality. And, but when I say creation of our reality, and when I talk about the law of attraction, if you followed my work for a while, especially the law of attraction work, you know that I actually don't like the word attraction. I prefer to look at it as the law of reflection, right? So I'm staring at a tree right now and that tree is there regardless. Right? I didn't attract that tree to me, but I'm creating my experience with the tree through my thoughts and emotions, which create my perspective, my lens, right? So I could look at this tree and I could say, man, this tree doesn't look very healthy. It's got a lot of branches. It's missing some leaves. It looks like it's going to die or i could look at this tree and say oh this must be a young tree growing it's flourishing you know however i'm looking at the tree is based on my belief system and that belief that perception that lens that's reflecting back my belief system is going to create an emotional experience and this is what i always have control over no matter how shitty life gets or no matter how good life gets I am the one who is operating this lens. This is where true freedom lies. And I want you to experience this for yourself because I I can, I'm not trying to say, you know, convince you of anything. I don't want to, I don't want my job to be to convince people of my belief system or my perspective, or my point of view, I did that for many years. It's fucking exhausting and draining. Nothing will drain you faster than trying to change someone's mind. All I want to do is share my point of view, what I've learned, you know, and how I've manipulated my mind and my experiences of it, and invite you to try it. So you don't have to believe me, you don't have to agree with me, but be open to it. Try it. It's when we shut down and we don't want to listen to others that we get divided, that we become divided. And this is where our problems stem from, that separation. We are all longing for connection and that sense of oneness, and it can only start inside each and every one of us. When you stop abandoning that little girl inside of you or little boy, that child inside of you, when you, you started abandoning them because it didn't feel safe to allow that true expression of yourself, right? When you stop abandoning them and you accept yourself for who you really are, who you came here to be without trying to change the outside, whether it's someone's mind or the fucking tree, you then feel a sense of oneness. You feel a sense of acceptance It's love. That is what love is. And you can then start to see that child in others, especially evil people. And I'm saying that in air quotes, right? The people that want to hurt, the people that are hurting, you can see that hurt in them once you face it inside of yourself. And it doesn't matter. The level doesn't matter, right? So facing the hurt inside of me enables me to see the hurt inside of people that we would consider monsters, right? So someone like Hitler or, um, you know, a serial killer, right? And if we don't face that inside of ourselves, and we're in resistance, in resistance to that inside of ourselves, it's very hard to see in other people. And this creates separation. And I don't know, a long time ago, what I thought was such a great example of this was the way that what the hell's her name, Sarah Silverman, Sarah Silverman received, like, I don't know if it was on Twitter or where it was. If you Google it, you could see the conversation, but I'm I'm just going to say it was on Twitter for the sake of this podcast. But someone tweeted her just like a a stupid hate, hate comment. Like I even forget what it was, but it was just like a one-liner hater comment and she didn't ignore it. Instead, she wrote back and told that person that she could see their pain, that she could see them essentially. And it started a conversation between the two of them. And he was indeed in pain. And it was through her validating his pain. And for, from her, you know, he was basically feeling seen and heard, which underneath everything is all we ever want. And that's the only way we can ever feel that oneness and connection. Right. And by her listening to him and seeing him instead of, she could have ignored him. She could, which I'm sure many people do. She could have gone off on him and fired back, but she didn't, she stopped and she read between the lines. And even though his comment was hurtful or, you know, intended to be hurtful, she could see it was actually him hurting. And instead she went into it with him and let him know, I see you. And would everyone respond the way he did? Maybe not. But her seeing him and hearing him and validating that for him changed his tune and really go see the conversation because it's really just a perfect example of how this works and how it could work if we are open to it, right? If we just stop for a second and we start to listen to other people instead of wanting to be right, instead of wanting to shut people down, instead of wanting to change people's minds, right? And we make it about perspective and this is my perspective and this is what's true for me right here, right now. Doesn't mean it's gonna be true tomorrow, doesn't mean it's gonna be true in 10 years, doesn't mean it was true 10 years ago, but this is my point of view right here, right now. What's yours? And if we tolerate each other in this way and accept that not everyone is going to have our point of view, that it's impossible to, right, but we can allow ourselves to let those points of view sink in and share our points of view with another without forcing them down someone's throat, people become more receptive. You become more receptive. And this is how we can grow together instead of the separation that is still happening after hundreds of years of people just fighting back and forth. I'm right, you're wrong, I'm good, you're bad, I'm superior, you're inferior. You know, you made me feel inferior and now I want to be superior. You could look at it in so many different ways, but everyone wants the same thing. It's just how we go about it a lot of the times it creates more of what we don't want. And going inside, facing these things inside of yourself helps you to be able to see people with new eyes. It's forgiveness. It's love and forgiveness, and that really, truly is the answer, but you have to experience it for yourself. So that is my invitation to you right now. I want you to experience it for yourself. Go try Go look up the Sarah Silverman thing, and I want you to try it. I've actually done that with people. I remember this one time. My mom and I were waiting in line at a gas station to put air in our tires, and this guy Zooms up in his car and kind of cuts us off and gets out, you know, like he, he kind of butted in front of us basically. And he starts to get the air in his tires. And I looked at him like, what the fuck? And he's like, what? And he starts going off or whatever. And I was like, look, I got out of the car and I was like, I am really sorry. And he was like, what? And I was like, I'm really sorry. Go ahead go ahead, take the air because it looks like you need it more than we do. Either you're in a hurry or you had a bad day. And he was like, no, no, I'm sorry. He did have a bad day. And he started saying how he had a bad day. And he's like, no, no, let me do it for you. Let me do it for you. And I was like, no, go ahead. And he's like, no, I insist. Let me do it for you. And he ended up putting his air in tires because I confronted him in that way and said, hey, look, what's going on? I could have fought him. You know, I am guilty of that too. There have been plenty of times when someone has said something and I lose it and get pissed off, right? Totally guilty of that. But it doesn't solve the problem. So that is my invitation to you today. I want you to go experiment with this in the real world and see how it works for you, right? When you see someone, that you think is doing something wrong or doing something bad on any level, on any level, it could be extreme evil. It could just be, you know, they freaking littered outside of the car window and you're judging them for it. I want you to try to see the child inside of them. I want you to confront someone who seems like they're in pain and all you have to do, don't tell them that they're in pain. Tell them that you see them, right? Don't, what you don't want to do is take someone's choice away. That's where this is all started by feeling our choices have been taken away. When you say, Oh, I know you, this is how it is. That makes people, puts people on the defense. When you say, Hey, are you hurting? Because to me, it seems like you're hurting or, you know, I've been there too. I have felt alone too, you know, be honest. Bring yourself into it. Let people see and hear you and feel seen and heard. This is the only way we are going to come together. hate to break it to you. <laughs> it's really simple, but it has to be experienced by the individual. It's the only way. So go practice that. Let me know how it goes for you. Um, be careful. Don't get... I feel like I have to put a disclaimer on that. Like, don't go, you know, interrupting a physical fight or put yourself in a dangerous situation. Of course, use your intuition. Always follow your intuition. But try it with a family member or something like that. That's sometimes even more beneficial to all parties involved, right? Don't put yourself in a dangerous situation. So that's my disclaimer to you. But start, start noticing it. Start becoming aware of it. And do these, you know, so many... So much of my perspective has come from actually trying things and actually experimenting with things in the world, you know, especially when I used to live in New York city, uh, that's like, that was like a haven for psychological experiments (laughs) and sociology and human behavior. It was awesome. So just play with this stuff. You know, you have the power in your choice. It's your lens. How do you want to see it? How do you choose to see it? And use your emotion to let you know how you are choosing to see it. Your emotion is your guidance system. All right, I'm signing off. I'll talk to you soon on another episode of the Easy Does a Podcast. Bye-bye.